Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Winner of the Grand Jury Documentary Prize at the Sundance Film Festival in 2017, Syrian filmmaker Feras Fayyad and co-director Steen Johansson. I'm Hassan Kastan and uh, Steen Johansson, co-director. Yeah, breathtaking work, searing example of boots-on-the-ground reportage, follows the efforts of the internationally recognized White Helmets, an organization comprised of ordinary citizens who are the first to rush towards explosions in the hope of saving lives. This is a, just a powerful documentary. It's called the called Last Men in Aleppo, and we are so honored to have with us today the director of the film, and that would be Faris Fayyad. Uh, Faris, welcome to Film School. Thank you so much, and um, thanks for everyone to listen to us. And um, I want just to add something. Also, the film is co-directed by uh, Hassan Kattan. Uh, all the time, like in the media, like they didn't uh, remind his name, so I'm going to remind his name. I misunderstood you. Thank you for correcting that. Thank you for the, for your yeah, correction yeah. on that. Well, I guess the, you know you're you're Syrian born. Um, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Aipan in Syria, and they grew up in in the countryside uh, of Aleppo. And um, um, it this film is apart from my reality that happened around me. So, yeah. just wondering uh, in terms of. As a filmmaker, I mean, obviously the situation in Syria is dire. There's just so much pain and suffering going on. Um, what was your approach as a filmmaker in what you w- hope to accomplish by following the the men who are part of this brave cadre of people who go around trying to say, pull people out of destroyed buildings, the white helmets? Tell me a little bit about what your what your thought was going into this project. When the project, I started this project in, 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 when, in 2013, I was like, after my experience in the prison, and um, I was witnesses on the the, 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 the the torture for the people that was like arrested by the Syrian regime for the no reason, and some people like was just want, uh, they do mistreat in the street to ask the freedom. So I was like, witnesses on this is like a crime, Inside the prison, and it was like when I get to, to release, I was like, to, uh, like there's something push me like to tell the stories, and then, and it started like from in 2013 when I started to meet these people. There was volunteer, and the first responded on the on on the heavy bomb that it's used in end of 2012, beginning of 2013 from the general regime. And I started following them, and then I, I collaborated with Alibo Media Center, and then um, I started to talk with my co-director, uh, Hassan Kattan, and which, which is, like, about his life. In 2014, like, continue, like, um, with me, like, working on, on, on this subject. Yeah. So, in... Um, and we were feeling, in, as a Syrian, me and my... my, my my co-director Hassan Kattan and my cinematographer Fadi Halabi was feeling as a Syrian team, like we feeling like that. Here is a story that we can, we have like to tell it. It's a responsibility. It's 
coming from specifically about the crime, the war crime that happened in front of us. It's, no matter what we can do, no matter how we can end in this story, but it's important that how much we use this is like as evidence for the war crime that could help could support the Syrian, the the, um, the 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 process of the justice in Syria in the future, and also how we can like try to let the people be closed from the situation through the story of the father who has two daughters and the brother who big brother who has a young brother he's responsible about the responsibility and about this is in a conflict for inside every Syrian that he should do something for his country or should he believe and survive with his life. Yeah. Well, there are so many people in the film that are the members of the White Helmet. These their approach to this is under the circumstances, it is an heroic approach that they take. Their 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 outlook they wouldn't say they were heroes they wouldn't i think they would shy away from saying that about themselves but the the fact that they through some incredible set of i mean uh of relentless sort of bombings and uh, the and the and the the carnage that they witness um and yet they maintain their own humanity throughout it they're they're they have a sense of humor they have they have a sense of the you know the the situation they're not they're not Pollyannish at all about it. Uh, it is you you do such a wonderful job of capturing that. And uh, congrats. Yeah. Go ahead. How would yeah. you, how would so, you describe but, it? Yeah. So it was like really when it was like when we was like following Khalid and uh, yeah. Mahmoud. The things that they make 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 us like discover that me and. My co-director Hassan Katan and my cinematographer Fadil Halabi, they was like took us, um, took us like for trip to discover the city again. Yeah. To show, to watch like the other face for the humanity and the other face, uh, other other side from how these people they 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 try like to uh, uh, to sacrifice and then one of these big themes like and big big. Uh, big changing things was like how would we discover through Khalid the people that they fight for even they through beliefs like to stay in the city through the scene of the fish when Khalid decided like to go to buy the fish when they, the circumstances was very very difficult around them, the city and everyone like like uh, the death is dead uh, from the people and Khalid decided like, to buy a fish and then he discovered this fish seller and the fish seller told him like there's a lot of people like you buying the fish and show us this yeah. is a scene show us the humanity of uh, the, the, the the decision of the people to stay and show us like uh, all the people who is like in this city want to stay not not want to leave and the meaning of the life that the scene that we show is like like the fish scene like the lake garden scene it show you it show you like how much this People take capturing in the life, how much they attach in the life, how much they love the life, how much they love their city, how much they love to stay in the city, even all this is straight for their families, for their children. I try like to, 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 to like capture this is a small moment from their life to continue and, and then just like, um, 
find the hope and uh, yeah. and then building this is hope to continue their life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you're absolutely right. Sort of, that even though there are apparently opportunities for them to flee to Turkey, to leave Aleppo and move to and 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 get passage to Turkey, uh, Khaled especially is no. I want this is my city. I want I want to. If I'm going to die here, I'm going to die here. I was just, I'm not. Uh, and yeah. and uh, that commitment that I mean, it's again another part of the film is. Uh, the Syrian people, we, so often they're for for Americans, they're just uh, uh, yeah. images on a news on a news report. They're not. We don't see them as people as much as your film is able to just give this sense of community and compassion and the humanity. So it, it's yeah, yeah, it's beautiful the way you were able. Yeah, to. it was like yeah, true. I mean, and one of this is like motivation that makes us tell this story as a Syrian team, I think we thought like all this is media like trying like the, the story is like more just like um, um, like ISIS story, like destruction, international conflict, more analyzing for the situation. And we need to tell the stories about what the people want. And we want to put the camera me and my my code, like Hassan Katan and my cinematographer Fadil Halim, we want to put the camera from the perspective of the people. We want to be, make the people like just believe, and just everyone watch the, watch the story that believes this is people that decide to stay. Never thought about leaving. Never decide about leaving. Right. They also thought all the ideas, everything in in their mind about how they can make their life is good and normal, even in in like Machiavellian circumstances, even the, the, the evil circumstances around them and the death. So they try like to deal with their life as a normal life. Try like to make it as normal as they can. Yeah. Well, I want to remind our listeners that we're, we're honored to have with us today the director of the film Last Man in Aleppo. That would be Ferris Fayyad. He is a co-director of the film, and it won the Sundance Award for Best Documentary, Special Grand Jury Prize for Best Documentary at the 2017 Sundance Film Festival. It's also part of the PBS series, POV series, and it will be screening on Monday, uh, July 10th. And check your local listings for the exact time of that. I and um, it will also, I'm sure, be playing um, on other platforms. But uh, check it out on PBS this Monday night uh, on PBS for the Point of View POV series. Uh, there are so many moving things in in uh, Last Men in Aleppo that uh, touch my heart. And I have to tell you, um, Mahmoud is a particularly compassionate person they all are but i was struck by by him in that in that scene that you have where the one of the the six kids that they pull out of that building three of whom did not make it and the three who did and when he comes to the home their home and the young boy comes to him it's such a touching scene it's so it's so remarkable where the the young boy was curious about how he was pulled out of that building and mahmoud's Ability to kind of deflect and to kind of in, embrace him, and I mean that's a beautiful scene. Uh, it, it's 
I'm just complimenting you. I don't know that there's a, even a question I have for you in regard to that, but your ability to get in and, and capture these very intimate moments in the film, in addition to the big picture of what's happening to the people of Aleppo and of Syria, it's just so beautiful, such a wonderful thing. Okay, well, yeah, Mahmoud was like, I mean, I want to tell the story about Mahmoud. Mahmoud is like a student who was studying philosophy. And um, Mahmoud was like, find himself like in, in the middle of this chaos situation and find he find himself like the the right role that he should play it in now it's like rescue the the people from under destruction. That that most of the humanitarian role that can he play in that in that time better than it doing anything. So that that Mahmoud that's his goal that he needs everything just like to do something like make him like continue his life as a normal as he can. Yeah. Well, and that scene, another scene with him in it where he and his brother go out, out of the city uh, to help somebody and the, the situation he, and it's, I mean, it's sort of a, I don't want to give anything away, but what happens in that scene, there's sort of an inkling of it. And uh, it, it's just, uh, there's, they, these are very compelling. I guess what I'm trying to say is they're very compelling people in as individuals, but then you see them collectively yeah. and how they go out and how they do this in some ways, fearless and thankless yeah. in some ways work that they're, they're they seem so um, driven to do. Yeah. Uh, God, I yeah. mean, I'm, well, yeah. what's been the reaction to your film? Um, I, I know the United States. Obviously, we talked about the Sundance Film Festival. Yeah, well, actually, what's, what's been the? Yeah, well, go ahead. Well, well, actually, the, most of the people were well, felt like they impactful in the film, and that the film is like touched them and felt like most of the U.S. people like they felt like this is for us. This is our story. We have to to watch it. We are first more than anyone because it reminds us for a lot of things in our history. So it's like a lot of people in US they told me this is things and this is the the film for US more for for anything else because this is this is what the people they told me and so that touch them a lot. I mean around the world everywhere like one of this is like things in festival of uh uh, Doc against the graffiti in Poland. The people like after screening, they demonstrate. They uh, like get out from the screening and they start to demonstrate against the government. They want like to receive more refugees from Syria. Yeah, they they they've seen the film. They uh, have as Mahmoud and and others have they've seen your film. Is that? Yeah, they see the films and they was like very impactful because they I had like a long time to work with them, like first like to convince them, yeah. like four months to convince them, like to participate in this movie. It was very difficult, one not easy. And then they 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 was like all the time for them, like what they did is just like for the human and just for their friends, for the people that they know, for their goodness. It's not just. And they saw that camera is a show of things for yeah. them. And it was like a long time to convince them that this is my, this is like weird. what we're going to do, like show the people well, what I- the kind of the crime behind that. And that when they watch the movie, they just like feel like this is a movie that will help, help yeah. them more than yeah. they can imagine. Yeah. What has this been like for you? 
because it's the, the the story that you're telling here is such a one of I can't imagine that the the bond that you would have formed would be anything but a lasting bond with these with these people. <coughs> Excuse me, not just with the with yeah. the men of the white helmets, but Aleppo and and uh, so so as as we have seen recently, the the war continues in Aleppo, in and around Aleppo yeah. and Raqqa and all these different places. So what is what is sort of your emotional pull when, as you reflect back on your time with them? Yeah, well, actually, like, every place in Syria is my, my you know, this is my country. And, yeah. And, and what I'm scary about is like that, this is like a bombing in America, it's be another Aleppo again, and always lose the people. And I mean, this is my scare. The scare that the bombing is not not for the people who was like living in the city. The people like who was well well killed and the people that living in the city more than the, the tourism that in control the city. Yeah. It's it's for us like every time that any any aircraft like fly up up above Syria, we just like saw that it in front of us from everywhere. Yeah. And it's it's not easy like to know that any flight that will any any aircraft will fly off Syria will help. It will gonna more make the the rest of them worse. Hopefully we 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 hopefully we destroy the ISIS. Hopefully we we remove as a regime. Hopefully we make a country with a justice and equality. But I think it's it's one of the the dreams that we do, every Syrian dream about it. And then every everyone who is like solidarity with the Syrian think about it, and yeah. hopefully, yeah. Well, my my heart and my thoughts and uh, my prayers are with you and your and with your country. It, what has happened to your country? I can't think of a, a country in in recent history for certain. Uh, maybe the exception no. of Vietnam uh, that has been so pulverized, so. Yeah. So so damaged, uh, and um, I I I I I hope it all somehow, some way, uh, through your work, the work of films like yourself uh, uh, that you've put together here, and others, and and just the rebuilding will hopefully start sometime soon, and the people can get back to being family men and women, and and the rest of the society will yeah. will heal. Thanks. Well. Thank you so much. And uh, hopefully, um, yes. Yeah, hopefully, from everyone watch this movie. Like, put the pressure in the government to to understand the situation in Syria, to change something in the reality there, stopping the war, stopping the bombing, and yeah. help the Syrian that to back to their countries or help them like to help open open like a space for the Syrian to to to, to be to have to feel safe, more safe, working. Right. solutions that's coming coming to the future in the near, near future yeah we we have to we have to help fix this because we helped break it we the united states we yeah. helped break this we invasion of iraq may have been the biggest mistake in the history of american foreign policy i i think it truly is and to see the collateral damage and the damage and all of it yeah. that we have, have wrought on that on that region is uh is is hard to imagine, and, and your film gives us some yeah. glimpse of it, but it's hard to imagine just the devastation and oh my God. So, um, well, 
people see when they see your film uh, on PBS on July 10th on Monday night. Hopefully, we be, we can begin to have the dialogue and we can begin to change this in ways that are positive and hopeful. So um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully we will. Well, um, thank you very much for thank your you. time today. Thank you so much. Uh, and for your film and continued success uh, and uh, bringing to light things that need to be talked about and seen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Ferris yeah. Fayad, um, so much for being Thank here on you. Film School. The film, again, is Last Men in Aleppo. And and uh, watch this film. Please see this film, people. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much. And thanks for my Syrian team. I think the panel had the entire Muhammad was like being with me in every step, like the biggest movie. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.